There is no shortage of information. And this is a problem. I'm Justin Hitt from Inside Strategic Relations. The, the, today in the modern world, there's the internet, there's hackers and pirates that are easier to find. There's all kinds of resources that get you the information you want. Now, I can even say that for 10 years ago, there were libraries, there were message boards. I remember we could download a, a text document. Uh, I was on a 1200 baud modem. Uh, most people won't even know what that means, but it took me days to download a document that was uh, a big, was the Anarchist Cookbook. It was a big uh, cookbook of uh, different explosive recipes. I was in high school. I thought that was cool. I started finding uh, documents, including research papers. I found documents about uh, computer systems, and it took days to download them. But even before that, again, there was public libraries. There were universities. In high school, some friends of mine decided to go to the University of Maryland and pose as students to get student ID cards. We were able to get student ID cards, which then allowed us to go to the library and get a library card. Now, listen carefully. I know you already think this, but I'm a bit of a nerd. And I always found the information that I needed to answer the problems or challenges that I had was readily available if I knew where to look. Now, here's the challenge. Today, you could spend all day, every hour of the day, listening to podcasts, reading electronic books, downloading videos or audio about any topic you desire. From the obscure to the obvious, there's information available. But one thing you may not realize, and I want you to give a try. Is there a topic in which you know better than anybody else, which you're an expert, a subject matter expert? Most high-income professionals and entrepreneurs are a subject matter expert in some topic. Choose the topic. Then go online and look for a specific piece of information. So you get the idea in your head of what you're looking for. You ask yourself a question. You search for that question. And then, to your surprise, all you find is garbage. You find speculation. You find in, uh, so-called insights from novices. You don't ever find that one nugget of information, which is the answer to your original question. See, this plethora of information seems useful when you don't know the answers. But once you know the answers, you start to realize that the majority of what you're finding on the internet, a lot of what you find in the library... And even what you find directly from experts has no applicable value. See, I have a unique advantage that I've always had is that I am always seeking the truth. So I learned about research methods. I learned about how to uh, discover primary or secondary sources. I learned about the bias in language. So, for example, uh, you might be reading a news story that is sharing this revelation about a political figure. Now, you don't know who wrote the news story other than the name of the editor. You don't know who contributed because they had anonymous sources. And you don't know the motives behind the individuals who put the materials together. But you read the story and it influences you. And you think to yourself, well, maybe this politician is not what they say they are. And, and by the way, most politicians are not what they say they are. They spin the world around them to create an environment that's suitable for their desired outcomes. 
See, a lot of you folks need permission to use the knowledge and information that you already have. See, it, you, you are a subject matter expert in a topic. You know that topic, yet when you're in the marketplace, you have no influence on the people around you. Therefore, the insights and knowledge that you have are not able to help people readily. And you probably are frustrated by this. Yet you're surrounded with conflicting information. You're surrounded with, uh, oh, evidently today, coconut oil is not good for you anymore. You know, last year, coconut oil is good for you, but now coconut oil is not good for you anymore. Turns out a study was done that showed coconut oil being a, a saturated fat is actually bad for you. Well, we know saturated fat's bad for you. This study just has coconut oil specifically outlined. And if you leave it at that, you might think you learned something. But if you step back one more layer, see, that's what I do at all my reports. That's what I do at all my materials. I step back one more layer. Many of these reports I've been working on for years. And in fact, I haven't just worked on them for years. I've used them with clients to create hundreds of millions of dollars to reduce costs, to improve efficiency. So I look at this coconut oil study. I'm thinking, I, I, I like coconut oil. In fact, we use a lot of different oils depending on what kind of cooking we're doing. And coconut oil is one of those. Uh, and it's also used in a lot of different products. So I said, well, you know, let me check it out. Turns out the one study that it was used to justify the uh, news reports that coconut oil could be bad for you was sponsored by a vegetable oil manufacturer. And, you know, it might be saying, oh, those dirty bastards using propaganda and information in order to influence populations. Well, it's been going on for centuries because the one study that shows that coconut oil is good for you was actually uh, funded by a company who manufactures now coconut oil. So we've got to use the perspective of history. We've got to use the perspective of source. We've got to use the perspective of motivation to determine is this information accurate? And see, I'm encouraging you to be skeptical. I'm encouraging you to even challenge what I'm sharing with you. And this in this newsletter, Inside Strategic Relations, we talk about how to gain influence, how to change the world around you, how to transform not just yourself, but the outcomes that are created. In fact, how to even create outcomes on behalf of others that benefit you. So that motivation, what is motivation? Well, motivation is getting someone else to do something that benefits them. And what we've added to it is also benefits you. Uh, Torah is the Latin for uh, collab- collaboration. And I don't have it off the top of my head, but there's a Latin phrase that we talk about in the, in the mentoring programs that reminds you that we can gain more through mutual cooperation. And how do you get cooperation? Well, you educate people about the value of doing things along the line that you are suggesting. And so you might be saying, well, Justin, you know, there's so much information. You may never have asked, how is there so much information? Well, there's so much information because there's these things called echo chambers where one person publishes a study and the next person writes about the study and the third person writes about the person who wrote about the study and then the next person writes about the person who wrote about the person who wrote about the person who wrote about about a study. And see, we've built out all these layers. And why does that happen? Well, it's because the news channels have advertisers. And the, uh, the marketers want to reach people who are interested in topics. And then we have bloggers who are, are, are trying to build an opportunity for themselves. We have information publishers. We have true subject matter experts 
who are sharing their insights on topic A, but end up covering topic B, C, D, E, and F. So how do you know that, that the people who are giving you advice are true? See, very often people swim in all this information that's available and they spend hours on YouTube and they watch eight videos about uh, doing something rather than just one video and getting started. They read the four books. And by the way, uh, 80% of the books purchased are never read. And very often when individuals buy books, they buy two or three on the same topic. See, there's a lot of information swimming around us, but what what is the information that is useful for reaching the outcomes? Now, my subject matter area is business development, uh, transforming families, transforming businesses in order to be greater than what they are today and to generate the revenues and the outcomes that they desire. So if you know that the typical person who is going to read a book actually buys multiple books on the same topic, then you can look for, when you're doing a mailing list, the topics that people are interested in. So uh, the, whatever it is that you offer, uh, for example, if you're an electrical contractor and you offer generators. Now, people might not go out and buy a gener- uh, you know, buy books about generators, but they may buy books about alternative energy, solar, in, uh, electric, uh, solar generators, such and such. If they have data centers, they might go out and get books about network topography, or they may be hiring network engineers. Uh, We used to go out, oh, I was selling fleet fuel. I would sell fleet cards to sites that had multiple offices, but only one fuel pump. Now think about this. I'm looking for the, the business with multiple locations that has one underground tank where they're dispensing fuel for uh, vehicles. Uh, so that they wouldn't have the underground tank if they didn't have a large number of vehicles. And because they have multiple offices and only one fuel tank, uh, they either have to bring all the vehicles back to one location to fuel them, or they're getting fuel from someplace else. So if I get them on a fleet card system, I significantly help the customer because they're able to, to fuel their vehicles up on the road. They don't have to bring the vehicles back to the office and fuel them up. But also, uh, there are certain problems associated with underground tanks that every Every uh, company with uh, fleet vehicles or tractor trailers is worried about. So I go to the data. See, information is everywhere and information is easier to get a hold of. So how do we use it to benefit our desired outcomes? So I go find the EPA registrations for underground tanks. Turns out every underground tank gets an EPA inspection periodically. They have to have certain licenses. And I basically went out and compiled a list of companies that had underground tanks. But that's not enough. I need to know which companies have multiple locations. So I take the list of underground tanks and locations and I bump it up against, and that's a, that's a technical term for uh, doing a, a join. So I joined it against or merged it against a list of companies in this category that I was looking at that had uh, multiple locations. And this is just a flag in a database somewhere. Turns out that in the Hampton Roads area, there are eight such companies. So as a a salesperson, I go focus on the eight companies first. Then I expand my search to the other categories of customers that I served. And But what I'm really doing is, is I'm finding the eight that beyond a question of a doubt, that if I presented to them the opportunity to control the the fuel costs over multiple locations... And, and to also reduce some of the, the wear and tear on their local fuel tank, because imagine 
eight tractor trailers lined up to get fueled up at their own site. And they want to build more bays and they can't do it. What we ended up doing for one client is that they could have four or five tractors uh, filling up around the clock at their main location, but a block down the street, they could have four or five tractors fueling up around the clock. And so instead of only being able to fuel four or five tractors, uh, these are tractor trailers, by the way, they were now able to fuel 10 a day. So think about it. Going from five a day to 10 a day without spending any additional money, they're still paying for the fuel they got. And then I, I flipped the contract so that we're now fueling up their local the local tanks too. Then we can get them on fixed prices. Or we can get them on cost plus pricing. But I found the eight customers in the region that that beyond a shadow of a doubt, it was all a matter of saying, oh, by the way, were you aware of this? Now, I created information to help them. I sent them letters. I, sent, I, I had a special report. I explained to them the benefits of this. Because in a sales presentation, you may not have the time to communicate what's necessary for them to fully understand it. So let me wrap this all up here. This plethora of information you're seeing is the result of people being able to make better decisions through insights and knowledge. The problem is it's so cheap and easy to make content that there's all kinds of bullshit content out there. So you need to have the skill to know the difference between the good content and the bad content, but be cognizant of the ability that you can use content or I use special reports, for example, I use a podcast to help your customers get results. But finally, you want to not just use the information, but you want to use intelligence to identify those niches where beyond a shadow of a doubt, those individuals benefit from a relationship with you. And whether it's an employer or whether it's a customer or whether it's a political figure, you can demonstrate that benefit through information so that they choose you over anybody else. This is how you secure influence in marketplaces, even if they're crowded. This is how you connect with individuals that are remote and can benefit from knowing you but don't know you today. All these things together create what we call strategic relationships. And that's what we're going to teach you about in the Inside Strategic Relations program. You may not realize there is a paid membership program that includes a print newsletter that goes beyond this podcast. But this is all the time I have for today. I'm Justin Hit with Inside Strategic Relations. If you have any questions, please contact us at the website. Thanks for listening. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.